Listening to Booze, Bullshit, Bullshit and, and True, True Crime. Crime. I'm Bree. I'm Wade. And we're going to talk about some funny shit this week. Okay. I am. Are you not talking about funny shit? No, you were very vague. You just said no murder. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, I don't know what to do. You could go so many ways with that money laundering, drug sales, human trafficking, theft. I did go one of those ways, babe, but it was just hard to pick what way to go. Well, mine's funny. Cool. Good job. So our theme this week, I don't know what we're going to call it yet, but murderless crimes, true crime not involving murder. Basically, we wanted some levity after talking about Scott fucking Peterson for the last two weeks. Why don't we just call it non-violent? Okay. I mean, yeah, because non-violent crimes, that's, well, I don't know. Because, never mind. I don't know. We'll think about it. We'll figure it out. Okay. Together. So we're going to Thailand in a week. I'm super excited. Why are you just making hand gestures at me? Because you're supposed to know what the fuck I'm saying. Okay. How are we going to record? What are we going to record? What do you mean? Are we going to take our shit with us to Thailand and record in Thailand? We could try. Oh. Would you guys be super mad at us if we didn't post an episode for two weeks? Is there anybody following us? All five of you out there? No, it's more than five, but <laughs> it's not that many. Oh, gosh. I don't think they're going to miss us. I don't think you guys are going to miss us. Maybe you'll just want us that much more. Maybe. I might do a little mini episode that I research before we leave. If you guys want that, let us know. But I might give you a little something-something to tide you over while we're away. Something-something. Something-something. Did you get our transportation figured out for Thailand? I did. Dude. Dude, it's crazy. I'm so scared. Why? I'm going to get taken. You okay? You okay? Yeah. Yeah, okay. It happens, man. It does, but I think you're just overthinking it. We'll be all right. We'll survive. I will survive. All right, are you ready for my badass story? Because I want to go first because it's so funny. Oh, I was just going to go first because yours is funny and mine's not funny. Let's end on a sad note. Let's start on a sad note and on a good note. All right, go for it. (laughs) All right, so my story isn't funny. I went for, like, abduction, crazy missing Oh, you suck. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, Angela Hammond. 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 <laughs> Hammond. Okay. So, just kind of a brief description of what happened, and then I'll get into the case, which is kind of weird. Uh, she was taking or talking on a payphone with her fiance, and uh, saying how there's this like suspicious truck that kept driving around the block and she had noticed it and the truck actually came up and parked in the parking lot near the payphone that she was at. The dude got out of the truck and was looking around with a flashlight like he had lost something. Okay. And uh, then he actually like contacts or confronts Angela and abducts her. Fuck that guy. So she was actually on the phone with her fiance who heard all of this (gasps) on the other line and immediately got into his car to drive to the 
you know, payphone where Angela was at. Oh, my God. When doing so, he actually drove past a guy in the truck, and Angela was apparently screaming his name for help, so he turned oh. around and tried following the truck, but his transmission fucks up, and the guy got away. No! Yes. Angela no! has been heard from, a, or has never been heard from again, and she was pregnant. I hate you. This is not funny at all. No. How long ago was this? This is uh, 91. Oh, yeah. poor. So Angela was last seen in Clinton, Missouri at 11.45 p.m. on April 4th, 1991. This is murder. No. She's not alive anymore. Never know. All right. I hope so. I hope there's a good ending. So Angela was on the phone with her fiance, like I said. She was actually telling him that she was too tired to meet up as planned and that she was just going to go to the house and take a bath. Okay. She also told him a suspicious man in the parking lot, blah, blah, blah. He said, or she described him with a filthy bearded man. She said the truck parked near the booth and got out with a flashlight and was looking for something. Her. Pretty much. Making it look nonchalant as he got up to her. Right. Suddenly, Schaefer, who is uh, Angela's fiance, heard Angela scream and the line went dead. That's when, uh, you know, she was, her car was later found in the parking lot abandoned is how they confirmed that, you know, she was taken. Hmm. And then uh, Schaefer stated that the truck he saw had a decal of a water or like an outdoor scene completely covering the rear window, possibly a white top and possibly damaged the front left fender. What's a white top? Like a hard top or like a truck has a two-tone color, blue, but the very top of the cab is white. Okay, yeah. Um. And the man, who was never identified, was wearing coveralls and a dark-colored baseball cap and had eyeglasses, a beard, and a mustache. Never trust a man in coveralls. No, they actually made a composite sketch of the suspect and was posted in the case summary. I don't think it was ever... I, I didn't see anything about it ever being like released to the public, which I'm assuming if you're going to have a sketch, you're probably going to release it to public if you have a missing pregnant woman yeah but i didn't find anything like that i just I, assume i don't like the next sentence yeah <laughs> Schaefer himself was considered a suspect for time after angela's abduction and was given a polygraph test he was uh actually cleared on any involvement in the case however angela's case may be linked to two other missouri women uh is that sh- Cheryl and Kenny. Cheryl and Kenny, a convenience store worker, disappeared after locking up her store in Nevada, Missouri. Wait, 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 wait. Nevada, Missouri. Yeah. 70 miles from Max Creek on February 27th, 1991. And Trudy Darby, another convenience store worker in Max Creek, Missouri, was abducted from her workplace January 19th, 91. Six weeks prior to Angela's disappearance, and the store was actually robbed for like two hundred and twenty dollars. Wow! Wait, so how close is Max Creek to where she was? Close. I think Angela and Max Creek are the same. Or I mean, oh. Angela and. So all three of these women were taken from Max Creek. No. Seventy miles, the convenience store that uh, Cheryl was at nevada missouri at 70 miles from max creek okay 
Oh, and sorry. Uh, Angela was actually taken from Clinton, Missouri. Clinton, Missouri. Yeah, okay. so they're all kind of spread apart, I think. Okay. Pretty wide. I actually didn't even look up to see how far uh, Clinton was from Max Creek. No, I didn't know. Yep, but Darby's uh, body was found nude in the little Niagara River two days later. Aww. She had been shot twice in the head with a shotgun. Oh my god damn yours is dark for Th- her half brother jesse rush you misunderstood the and assignment. marvin wade garrett whitehead were later convicted of the robbery and darby's rape and murder hmm. yes i don't like this sorry <laughs> there are there is there are similarities there, are, there is there are is, between there are, what angela's abduction <laughs> kenny's disappearance and there's no, but there's no hard evidence to link the cases, so all three cases remain unsolved. I thought you just said Darby's was solved. Well, sorry, I meant that they're not all linked together. That was a mistype okay. on my part. Gotcha. But yes, you're right. Darby's was solved. The other two are unsolved. Okay. Angela's and Kenny's, Cheryl's. There was actually several unconfirmed sightings in several states and Canada after Angela's disappearance. At the time she went missing, she worked at a bank and also attended classes at Central Missouri State University. And the biggest thing with her is everybody thinks she's still alive, that she ran away from them. They always but say they, that, though. Yeah, and the only reason why I went over the other two cases was because that there's no hard evidence, but the police were leaning towards that, and then the family is leaning towards that. She just ran away. Hmm. Crazy. Sad. I thought this was going to be funny. You didn't say funny. You, you made said me murder. sad. You said non-murder. So then ended on a good day. It was murder. And mayhem and murder. Uh, okay. And rape. There was... <laughs> Yes, there was shit going on, but it's a true fucking crime podcast. Leave it alone. Leave it alone? Leave, Leave you alone? alone. I Leave, can't yeah. poke you? No. I can't take away? Why not? Ah, All right. So, I'm going to bring some motherfucking levity up in this bitch. Are you ready? Are you ready? All right. Sure. All right. Level me out. Level you out. The name of my case is the ring of affluent bitch teenagers who stole shit because they're fucking asshats. Do you know what my case is? I think so. What is it? Asshat stealing shit. What is it, though? It's a very famous case. I don't know. The bling ring. Oh. <laughs> so I had my friend Madison. Hi, Madison. She sent me a message and told me that this would make a really good story. And I had never seen the movie they made about the bling ring. And I had also never looked up any articles on it. There's a movie? Oh, there's a movie. Emma Watson's what? in it. No way. Yeah, we it's have to Netflix? watch it. Yes. Oh, my God. Let's watch that shit. So we probably should have watched it before the episode. Um, Better yet, we're watching it afterwards. Yeah. I didn't really want the movie to affect my notes because I wanted to get, like, pure research, and then after, I kind of wanted to watch the movie and compare it. Well, let's hurry up with this episode and let's watch that. We are literally at 11 minutes right now. I have plenty of time. Don't rush me. No. Let's hurry up because it's 6.47. Oh, my God. 6.47. We can watch the movie still. We will. Tonight? It'll happen. Yeah. Tonight. I'm down. I'm down. Okay, let's do it. Finish your nuts. 
Ow. Right? <laughs> Ow. You're always on top of me with my notes. So here I am on top of you about your notes. And you're like, oh, just stop. Stop pushing me. Stop no, pushing me. No, I just kinked my head at you and my neck popped That's like 17 million times. Like a personal problem. It is. All right. Okay, so basically what I was getting at, I had no idea like the levels to this story and how much humor there was in it. What don't just talk. What do you want me to do? It's cherry, so okay. you could just hit it. Do 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 do. All right. So, I had no idea how funny this was, how crazy this was, how much shit they stole. So, let me go ahead and get into it because it is motherfucking fascinating. Thieves. Thieves. Thievery. First of all, every single place I looked <coughs> to read articles about this crime, they were all using the word burgled. Burgled. Nice. Is that actually a word? Burglarized, right? Burgled. Burgled. It sounds legit. It does not sound <laughs> legit. Burgled. It sounds like you have something caught in your throat. Yeah, I went burgled, burgled that house. Burgled. So every time that word comes up, I'm just going to like... <laughs> okay. Because that's how I read it every time. That's good. Um, so most of us know and are familiar with the Bling Ring story. I mean, I wasn't, but I'm familiar now. But for those of you that were living under a true crime rock and have never heard of this before. Uh, sure, I haven't. I guess I live under a rock. You do. You're Patrick. <laughs> Between 2008 and 2009, seven Calabasas teenagers and young adults burgled the homes of several celebrities. Do you know where Calabasas Patrick's darkest <laughs> Patrick <laughs> Burgled Bring it around town. All the way. Bring it around. Alright. Um, so Calabasas is near LA, super affluent, super rich, just Kardashians. That shit. Yeah, basically. There was a movie, you know, about it and shit called The Bling Ring, which like I said, I've never seen, and then you said you haven't seen it, so we're going to watch it after this episode, and I'm really excited. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. Now, to understand the story about the bling ring, you have yes. to... Are you I done? I want to understand the story, I'm trying finally. to make you understand. You went through like three big-ass points before you got to... This is my podcast, and I can talk about whatever the fuck I want. It's your story. It's our podcast. True. So, to understand the story of the bling ring, you have to know a little bit about the members. So, we'll start there. You ready? Is there a lot of members? There's quite a few. Damn. We're going to start with the mastermind of the whole thing first. Her name was, or her name is, Rachel Lee. No murder, remember? <laughs> <laughs> she could have died of natural causes. She was totally obsessed with celebrities. She attended an alternative high school called Indian Hills after being expelled from Calabasas High. Oh, what'd she get expelled for? Totally. I don't know. That's important information. I couldn't find. I have way... <laughs> I couldn't find. I have way funnier details. Just wait. She won Best Dressed in her 2007 yearbook, and she drove an Audi A4 to school. So she's basically a fucking cunt. Is an Audi A4 expensive? I know all Audis are expensive, but is that one like one of the base models? I mean, an A4 is like the trim type. And then you'd have your base models off the A4. Oh, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. So we don't know how fancy it was, basically. It's probably her mom's old car or some shit, so it was probably good enough. She's still a fucking cunt. <laughs> and you'll learn why. 
At this point, a sophomore in high school, she was already on probation for stealing $85 worth of makeup with fellow Bling Ring member Diana Tomeo, and we'll get to her in a minute. I'm surprised that somebody was put on probation for stealing $85 worth of stuff, but I guess it happens. That doesn't seem like enough. I don't know. Um, also attending Indian Hills was Nick Prugo. There's a guy involved in it. Oh, hell yeah, there is. In all the reports that I had read, Prugo was always described as, like, super shy, kind of, like, um, uh, introverted. Yeah. And he had been expelled from Calabasas High for excessive absences. I know why he was expelled. He wasn't there enough. Like me. Fun fact. Prugo had the role as Kinney in a made-for-TV quasi-documentary called Little Lost Souls Children Possessed, which was about, are you ready? The exorcism of children whose parents believed them to be possessed. So a quasi-documentary is just like a fake documentary, like it's not really real. Blair's, Blair Witch. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Lee and Prudo became, is it Prugo or Prudo? Prudo. Hold on. Prugo. I wrote it wrong in the rest of my notes. Prugo. Uh, uh, I caught it and they're all still alive, so it's fine. Um, Lee and Prugo became fast friends after his arrival to Indian Hills. They both loved fashion and celebrities, and they bonded over that together. Lee's bad girl party lifestyle indeed rubbed off on Prudo, who joined Lee's circle of friends. Is this your Prugo. foot? Prugo. What is this? Prugo. Oh, no, that's not that's your That's your yoga mat. Why is that under there? I don't know. Okay. Prugo, not Prudo. This is going to fuck me up for the rest of the story. Prugo. Mm -hmm. Nick. <laughs> There you go. So you crossed out Nick and Brit Bruto. <laughs> and I went the other way. I wanted to say her first name. Uh, oh, you're funny. Yeah, I'm dumb. Um, yeah, miss, we're going to lose an hour of daylight in the morning. And told their whole entire team at work. You said the same thing to your team. <laughs> what are you talking about? True. <laughs> but. And then one of my team members called me out and I was like... You know what, bud? You're totally correct. <laughs> Thanks. Okay, bye. Have a good weekend. I'm a retard. Let me proceed. That is not a word I should use. I'm sorry. I'm stupid. Mm -hmm. There we go. I'm... Unintelligent. I'm... I was going to say crossfaded, but that too. Okay. So, Lee's party girl, lifestyle. She was always partying, always doing crazy shit. Started to rub off on little Prue Go. Prugo quickly became addicted to drugs and reportedly stole from his family to support his habit, so he was kind of in a bad way. What drugs? Pills? Heroin. Heroin? Yeah. Are you sure? It you probably started as... No, because Lee was addicted as... Or no, one of the other girls in the ring was addicted as well. Oh. I think it started as pills and then moved to heroin. Probably. Oxys and shit. As it does, yes. The first burglary happened while Prugo and Lee were still in high school. They had decided, just the two of them, to break into the home of a fellow classmate who they knew was on vacation. Um, they found $8,000 in cash under a bed, and they split it with each other and use it to shop on Rodeo Drive the following day. Which is like, like Kim Kardashian, like fancy, fancy yeah. stores, like designer. So they just went and had a fucking shopping day from the money they stole from their classmate. So that's nice. It is also known that Prugo and Lee had an affinity for checking car doors in their neighborhood. When they would find an open door, they would steal credit cards to go shopping. Jesus. So they're great. They're great. 
Next up is Alexis Nears, I believe is how you say her name. I'm not entirely sure, so that's my guess. Wiki lists her occupation as follows. Criminal, model, reality TV actress. <laughs> In nice. that order. But reality TV. I will tell you. Oh, okay, cool. Nears is likely the most well-known member of the Bling Ring. She was a cast member on E's show Pretty Wild. Have you heard of that? Nope. I've, like, heard of it, but I've never, I don't know, I didn't know what it was about. I oh, went okay. into a rabbit hole about that, for sure. Did you come, did you come out good? You found out good did information? Did I come out good of yeah. the rabbit hole? Yeah, did you find good information? <laughs> yes. What was it? I'll tell you. Oh, are you going to tell us right now? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So awkward. <laughs> you looked at me all awkward, so I was like, uh, English no good with me. What can you speak then? No, no English. <laughs> no words. No words. Words. Words in me. No. No language. No language. No words. Um, the show did indeed chronicle her arrest and eventual plea bargain and jail time. So there's that. And the show's pilot episode premiered shortly before Nears' 2009 arrest. So like, the show started, she got arrested, and then the show continued. Oh Jesus! So he was like, "Cha-ching!" Yeah. Yeah. Um, after, <laughs> sorry, I was thinking E saying cha-ching and also Kim Kardashian leaking her own sex tape with Ray J. <laughs> oh and E God. was also cha-ching. <laughs> How much like, do yeah! those bitches get paid all because of their sister's fat ass fucking Ray J on camera? Did you remember that commercial we saw of Ray J's last night? Well, babe, they're already rich. They weren't because, well, it's not because of that. They were rich, but they weren't Filthy rich. They weren't famous. Yeah, exactly. They were pretty much rich. Babe. Still. Yeah. They're still. They already richer. lived in Calabasas before. That's true. Like. Well, Bruce has his own, or Caitlin, I guess now has his her own money. Yeah, and her mom, whatever mom's name is, too. Are we really talking about the Kardashians right now? I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop. Good old O.J. Simpson. Let's oh, get on that rabbit hole. I'd rather talk about that, to be honest with you. We should do well, an episode. Kardashian's dad. I know. Yeah, defended okay. the case. Got that motherfucker no. out of jail. Yes, yeah. defended O.J. OJ. And then the it case. was rumored that the mom, what's her name? I don't know. Chris uh, Jenner was like on the wife's side and thought that O.J. had killed her. So it was like a point of contention for them. Oh. I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah, crazy. Crazy. Where was I? I don't know. Bullet five. I'm kidding. Uh, not true. <laughs> not correct. So the show chronicled her arrest. Um, after being released from jail in 2010, she was arrested again for failing a parole check of her home, in which they found her to be in possession of black tar hair wand and like a fake ID too and paraphernalia. Nears was part of Lee's social circle at Indian Hills, even though she was homeschooled. Now we have Diana Tomeo. What? Tomato. Tomato? Mayonnaise? Mayonnaise? Yeah. Tomeo? Tomeo. Tomato? Tomeo? (laughs) I don't know what else to say. I'm going to drink my drink. Make noise. Drink my drink. Make noise. (laughs) Say something. She was the student body president at Indian Hills. In 2008. She was. 
Mm -hmm. She was also the child of immigrants, and during the court trial, the prosecution used that to their benefit and threatened deportation during the trial as her family had immigrated illegally. Oh, shit. So that's not very nice. That's not nice. But still. But still what? Isn't she a bad person? I mean, she stole shit. She didn't hurt anybody. But, I mean, stealing people's shit out of their house hurts them. They stole shit from people who were very... They were so rich that a lot of them didn't even realize they had been robbed. Just let me, let me finish. In 2008, upon her graduation, this is Diana Tameo Tomato, she received a $1,500 future teacher scholarship. So just like a check they give you, like my jazz scholarship I got out of high school. They literally just handed me like a regular check and they were like, here you go, at the ceremony. And I was like... I. I'm going to spend half of this on drugs. Thank you. 500 goes to school. (laughs) I mean, yeah. Um, She very quickly fucked up that scholarship that she got, though, just out of high school, when she stole that $85 worth of Sephora merchandise that I had mentioned earlier with Lee. This was before any of the burglaries had began, when they were put on probation for stealing that makeup. Oh, before they burgled anything? Burgled! (laughs) Yes. Burgled. 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 Both were charged fines and a year probation for this offense. Now we have Courtney Ames. She was the daughter of some famous boxer, and I didn't give a fuck, so I didn't write his name down. She attended Calabasas High, somehow managing not to get expelled like her fellow ring members. It was Ames that introduced the ring members to Johnny Adar, Ajar. Johnny Ajar. Johnny left the door ajar. <laughs> wow. And Roy Lopez. <laughs> Came in flying. Just George Lopez, 3 o'clock in the morning, him jumping on the trampoline. <laughs> <laughs> Me waking up and be like, ah. I made it. <laughs> George. <laughs> so good. All right, we'll get into both of those young men now. Johnny Jar was a convict in his early 20s who went by the dumbass moniker Johnny Dangerous. <laughs> So he's great. Dangerous, man. Dangerous. Johnny sold a number of items stolen by the ring, although he is not suspected of participating in the burglaries. Johnny was, however, Courtney Ames' boyfriend, which I'm pretty sure Courtney was like 17 and Johnny was like 25 or 4. So there's that. Do, 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 beep, boop, ba, bop, beep, 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 boop, bop. All right, fun fact time. <laughs> Johnny Dangerous' girlfriend, Courtney Ames, had the super smart idea to wear a necklace that belonged to and was stolen from Lindsay Lohan to court. Nice. Savage. That is so dumb. <laughs> that is the dumbest thing. I'm being depositioned for my involvement in burglarizing, burgling, <laughs> burgled Lindsay Lohan's home, and I'm going to wear her one-of-a-kind necklace to give my deposition. She is fucking stupid as hell. Is she in trouble? I'll tell you. Not, not <laughs> enough trouble. Oh, really? Not enough. Roy Lopez, George Lopez, worked with Ames at a restaurant in Calabasas, and he also sold some of the items stolen by the ring. So him and Johnny just kind of like unloaded the shit. He did, however, participate in at least one of the burglaries the ring conducted on Paris Hilton's home. During that burglary, he 
he illegally, he allegedly stole $2 million in jewelry. Oh. $2 million in jewelry. Poor guy. That's, poor guy. Yeah. Why? Because he's an idiot. Why would you steal jewelry? So he can sell it? He wouldn't be able to. He did. How easy did they get it back? Uh, They didn't. It was gone. Huh. Yeah. So, now is the fun part. We'll get into some of the details on the burglaries because these kids are so fucking rich and entitled and stupid that it makes me smile. The ring targeted female icons that had a style the girls in the group liked and referred to their burglaries as going shopping. Oh my gosh. So there's that. Um, but the scary thing is they found their victims' homes on Google Maps and a website called celebrityaddressarial.com, and they also studied the celebrity schedule from, like, social media and their websites. Oh, my gosh. So they found their home, found an access point to their home, studied their schedule, and then showed up when they knew they wouldn't be there. Like, there was some legitimate planning going into this shit. The first bling ring victim was Paris Hilton in December of 2008. This is my favorite part of the story. Lee and Prugo had sat down and they were trying to decide on their first victim that they were going to rob. And they were like, all right, so who is dumb enough to leave their door unlocked and also dumb enough to leave cash lying around? Paris Hilton, right? Okay. (laughs) And guess what, bitches? They were motherfucking right. (laughs) That's so hot. (laughs) Sounds about right. Uh, yeah, it does. On their maiden trip to Hilton's home, Prugo and Lee went by themselves alone. They utilized Google Earth to find an access point into Hilton's gated community via a hill climb. Prugo and Lee later accomplished, um, well, no, later accompanied by the rest of the ring, burgled Hilton's home at least five separate times. So they just kept going back. Jesus. Like a grocery store. (laughs) The bitch didn't even realize she was being robbed until Lopez single-handedly lifted $2 million worth of Hilton's jewelry, clothing, and cash, among other items. And then she's like, oh, I'm missing some stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be nice to be that rich. The ring burglarized Hilton's home so many times that Lee reportedly added Hilton's spare key that was found under her doormat to her own keychain. That's just... Dumb. That's just not giving a fuck. Antics reported to have occurred during the Hilton robberies include... Are you ready? Snorting cocaine that Prugo claims to have found within the residence. Because obviously. (laughs) (laughs) Prugo discovering that he fit into Hilton's footwear and did a, quote, victory dance wearing Hilton's shoes. (laughs) Amazing. Jesus. Um, later on, while the film adaptation of the bling ring was being filmed, Paris Hilton actually agreed to have the scenes of her home being robbed in the movie filmed at her actual home. Nice. I thought that was pretty sweet. She was She's like, just like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, you'll pay me to film in my house and cash in on me being robbed? Whatever. Fuck yeah. Yeah, so I thought that was kind of cool. The ring robbed the home of Audrina Partridge on February 22nd, 2009, which was the night of that year's Academy Awards. So they, you know, knew she would be gone like, yeah. pretty much all night. 
They accessed her home by entering an unlocked door. Again, lock your fucking doors, people. They stole her jewelry, passport, laptop, and custom-fit jeans, totaling $43,000. Oh, my God. Why the passport, though? I don't know. Because they found it. Just as, like, a trophy, I guess? Yeah. Weird. The group was captured on Partridge's security camera, and she actually posted the footage on her website, although the burglaries continued because they were, like, yeah. identified by that. Rachel Bilson's home was robbed somewhere between three and six times from April to May in 2009. The Bilson burglaries yielded so much clothing and accessories for the group, they actually sold a good amount of it on the Venice Beach boardwalk and made a few thousand dollars from that. Oh, shit. So they were able to sell the jewelry. Yeah. They did it. The stolen property taken from Bilson's home totaled somewhere between $130,000 and $300,000. So much fucking money. Prugo claimed he was always extremely nervous during the robberies, but Lee was always very calm and very focused. During one of the Bilson robberies, Lee actually, like, took a second and took a pee in Bilson's bathroom. Like, she was that nonchalant about it. She's like, we have time. It's fine. The group targeted Orlando Bloom's home in early July 2009. Apparently, Lee is a fucking weirdo and targeted the home specifically to get her hands on Bloom's live-in girlfriend, Miranda Kerr's lingerie. Okay. Why? That's weird. You guys live in Calabasas. Your parents would pay for your own goddamn lingerie. You're weird. So strange. The group cut through a security fence and stole a bunch of shit from the house. High fashion label clothing, Bloom's Rolex collection, Louis Vuitton luggage, and some of Orlando's artworks because Nears, quote, wanted things to decorate her new place with. Nice. So they had, like, finished the burglary, and then her and Lee were like, oh, hold on a second, we have to go back. And went back, and they were like, we want all this artwork, because Nears is moving, and she has to decorate. Yeah. Yeah. That shit is traceable. That's crazy. It really is. I really want to see this movie now. After I do, too. After doing all this research. Um, all of this stolen property from Bloom's home totaled over $500,000. Half a million dollars. Damn. So at this point, they're just getting like ballsier and ballsier. They're om- they've almost collected the mill. I think they have. They probably have, At yeah. this point. But we've only recorded a little bit over a mill. Or almost a mill. A little under a mill. Anyways. In the ballpark. It's a lot of fucking shit. Yeah. This is also the only robbery that Nears has captured in security footage, and she claims that she was super drunk and didn't know what was happening, but she looks pretty fucking coherent in the video footage. That was just kind of a cop-out for court, I think. Brian Austin Green's home was targeted next because Lee liked his girlfriend Megan Fox's style. So weird and creepy. So weird. While there, they stole Green's um, 380 semi-auto Sig Sawyer, which was later to be found in possession of a jar, which is one of the dudes that was unloading the shit. Even though by August 2009, Lee had moved to Las Vegas with her father, she still took a flight and returned to California to commit another robbery. Oh, my God. That is some rich people shit, but then they're just stealing from more rich people. Yeah. Fucking greed, man. This time it was Lindsay Lohan. The group stole around 130 k worth of clothing, jewelry, and other things from the star. 
An unidentified tipster told LAPD that Lee and Pruga were responsible for the Lohan robbery after it happened. Oh, shit. And what's funny is police, like, like pulled footage from Facebook, saw his face, matched it to the surveillance footage that they had seen before, and then figured out that Lee was friends with Prugo all through Facebook. So, like, they knew all of this before they even took the meeting. Yeah, yeah. Um, Prugo was arrested and eventually spilled the beans about not only, you know, Lohan's robbery, but all the other robberies that police had absolutely no idea had even happened. Nice. And it said in the article, it was like, he basically like broke down. He's like, my hair is falling out. I can't breathe correctly. I can't sleep. I can't eat. This is driving me crazy. And then just spilled the beans on everything. Everyone and everything. Everything. (laughs) Absolutely everything. He just sang like a canary. Oh, Jesus. The police are probably like, okay, cool. Stop talking. This is so much additional paperwork that I was not prepared to do. Oh, Jesus. He also spilled the beans on celebrities the group was currently researching for robberies. And it included, I think it was like Miley Cyrus, Hilary Duff, Zac Efron, and like all the Disney Channel stars. I mean, (laughs) I I guess this was 2009. Yeah. But still. I wonder what Hilary Duff is doing nowadays. I have no idea. What was that show? What show? On Disney Channel. I don't know. Come on. I can't think of anything. Even, no, it wasn't even Stevens. It wasn't even Stevens. What was Hillary Duff's show? I don't know. You should Google it. I don't have my phone. The phone will destroy the recording anyway. (laughs) Somebody tell us on Facebook. I don't remember what it was. Oh, he's really going to look it up. Well, yeah. Yeah. Hillary Duff Disney Channel show. I'm trying to think. I think it was just Okay, well, I'm going to keep talking. You tell me when you figure it out. Rachel Lee pled no contest and was sentenced to four years in jail, though she only served one year and four months. Obviously, that's generally what happens, and it was a nonviolent offense. Or is B&E a nonviolent offense, or is that violent? Uh, Breaking an entry? Yeah. I think that's just, uh, I don't think it's violent. Nobody was home, so. Yeah, I don't think it was violent. So she actually served one year, four months. Alexis Nears pled no contest as well and was sentenced to 180 days in jail, though she only served 30. Courtney Ames pled no contest. Lizzie McGuire. Lizzie McGuire! Yes! Oh my god, I feel so much better. Thank yes. you. Um, Courtney Ames pled no contest and got three years probation and 60 days of community service, so no jail time. Nick Prugo followed suit, pleading no contest, and was sentenced to two years in jail, though he only served one year. Diana Tomeo Tomato pled no contest and served 60 days of community service. Johnny Dangerous, already a convicted felon, served three additional years and got, in another, got another additional felony, I believe. Not that he cared. And Ray Lopez received three years probation. Gotta love rich people getting away with a slap on the wrist because they can afford a super fancy lawyer. That's my case. Good one. So follow the things, do the shit, Facebook, Instagram, Gmail, booze, BS, and true crime. Bye, bitches. Bye-bye.